0: Good morning and welcome to Jew in the City Speaks with your host, Allison Josephs, also known as Jew in the City. I hope everyone had a beautiful Hanukkah and besides lights and miracles and family and songs, a big part of Hanukkah is food and people don't just make regular Hanukkah food anymore everything because of our instagram age and honestly it's really wonderful it's wonderful to have choices in the kosher world sometimes it's a little overwhelming like how could i eat all those lakas and donuts with all the different choices but um it's really wonderful to have all these different fillings and toppings for uh, these different uh, traditional hanukkah foods um, but this is really a great segue to today's guests. um you know, there's a lot of, of people now in sort of the, the kosher food bloggy space, um, but there is a woman that I think was really, she was kind of like the the starting uh, voice in this space. Um, she got her start first um, in the non-Jewish media world. Um, she was actually one of our all-stars in our first video, and you may have heard of her before. Her name is Jamie Geller. So Jamie, thank you so much for joining us today on our show.
1: Allison, it is my pleasure. I'm so happy to talk to you today.
0: It's so nice. I feel like um, we should talk more off uh, off the air, but, um, but now we can catch up on one. It's a sort of an official interview here. So we spoke to you um, a few years ago about your story of, um, you know, I, I mean, I love it. I love, and we'll just remind guests right now, you had this dream. You wanted to be a TV producer. You saw someone during high holiday services who was a TV producer. You said, I'm going to call you when I graduate. And you did. And then you, um, you know, worked your way up you got to hbo um and then you started to become from and you saw that um you know it was harder to kind of fit uh, where your life was going into um kind of that traditional entertainment world and so you built something new so um did i kind of sum up your your life story pretty well yeah and like
1: 20 seconds that sounds great and i can't believe you remember that detail you're so amazing
0: you know what because i really um I, whenever people say like, I want to do something, I'm like, just do it. Like, and I love the people that just do it. And those Mm -hmm. are like, sometimes there are situations of, you know, what we call hashgachal pratis, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. people in the outside world would call serendipity. There are sometimes moments that fall into your lap, but I think so much of the success that's out there, especially for the entrepreneurial types, is like when you just decide, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna figure it out. So I love speaking to uh fellow entrepreneurs that, you know, figured it out and sort of found a way to get there and really see any opportunity in front of them to go do it. Um and you know that's that story was really meaningful to me. So um so like where are you today? Like what what is new? I feel like there's been so many different <laughs> you have like this this sort of kosher media empire or there's been magazines Mm -hmm. there's you know all the um social media side of it like where Mm -hmm. what what is joy of kosher and jamie geller today
1: Well, it's so amazing to speak on the eve of the new calendar year and to sort of look back at the last decade. I think obviously we all are very reflective at this time of year, but so much so because we're entering a new decade. So I was literally writing my look back at the last decade and doing a year-by-year personal and professional accounting um, that I'll be posting on social and on my website, jamiegallery.com tonight. And I really like- Great idea. (laughs) Yeah, no, you must. It's good. It's good for the soul, I think, you know, (laughs) it's good to do like a mini one every night before you go to bed. How did I do today? What did I do? What could I be better? What am I going to do tomorrow? But certainly as an entrepreneur and as a professional, I think it's like really incredible. And I'm always creating business plans and looking forward at the three-year plan, the five-year plan, but you learn so much by looking back. So today, where are we? Today, um, the name of my company is Kosher Network International. It is a global food media company, and we are the most watched Jewish food network in the world. We have wow. almost 1 billion views, Allison, Wow. So it has been quite a decade, really, really truly. And underneath all of that, that's the corporate brand. I mean, it's not consumer-facing. So most people know the website, JamieGeller.com. They know the viral video platform that we have, Jewish by Jamie, um, and all of that. That's where all the fun stuff happens. But there mm-hmm. is a whole business behind that fuels all of this. We have seven cookbooks. Um, So uh, the magazines, like you mentioned, we did have an award-winning magazine for many years, and then we just doubled down on digital because that's really where, where we saw the future at? to be, exactly, and and video content, which, as you said, is my background as a TV producer. I just say, you can take the girl out of HBO, but you cannot take the TV producer out of the girl, and I've always just connected the most to video content, and as I know you do as well, and so that was just, you know, a few years ago we saw this shift and this change, and that's where we really decided to double down our efforts, and it's all thankfully proven to be successful. So that's where we stand today at the just almost 2020. <laughs> And, and so you have an exciting new uh,
0: project that I heard about recently. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, Jay Chef, when uh, you can explain a little about this, um, it came into my life at a very good time. Um, I mentioned the all-stars before, so um, it was a little bit of a busy time uh, around our house and um, my husband was going to try to not be so busy at work and then suddenly he was also super busy and I was just kind of losing it Um, (laughs) and then... um, You, I heard that there's this thing called J-Chef where sort of like um, the grocery shopping will appear at my door. um, Uh And it's like this wonderful solution. And even better than that, when we actually got it to arrive, it was actually kind of the Thanksgiving sort of slowness was starting. And so my husband was actually home at that point. So not only did I have the J-Chef arrive, I even had like my personal chef of my husband was around. And um, I can tell you about his experiences soon. But so let us know, like, what is this? How did this start? Um, And this is like, um, there's a, a non-kosher uh, you know, comparison to mm-hmm. uh, this, this concept. So give us a little background on J-Chef.
1: Sure. So everyone who tries it or who has seen it or has learned about it, says it's genius and as much as i would love to take credit for the genius behind the concept as you said it is a multi-billion dollar worldwide industry um it's called it's a kosher meal kit concept um but the meal kit concept is like i said this multi-billion dollar industry that's worldwide and so we are the first nationwide Kosher Meal Kit Delivery Service. So we just really took the idea and made it kosher because for years we've kind of been salivating at the others, the Blue Apron, the Plated, Hello Fresh, um, and there's every single version out there and catering to every diet. So obviously if you're vegetarian, if you're vegan, if you're only eating organic, if you're only eating paleo or raw, there is a meal kit for everyone. They're model meals. I mean, and the list goes on and on, gluten-free, And there was nothing for kosher. And so uh, we launched it at just a few months ago around September as like a test trial for like a month and we got coverage on Yahoo business and our name was in in Times Square and we just people were going crazy because like I said, it's almost we've had a bit of FOMO to watch this incredible service and industry pass us by and ignore us for a few years and obviously I've been immersed in the kosher industry for more than a decade. And I just couldn't let it be anymore that we were not I uh, didn't have the same access to the same type of life-saving dinner solution. So what it is, is basically um, there's a weekly menu and you go online, you can go to jchef.com slash Jamie Geller, and that will be all of my recipes and menus. But if you go to the regular jchef.com, You'll be able to navigate there as well. And um, you see a weekly menu and you, have, you can choose from uh, chicken recipes, meat recipes, vegetarian recipes, vegan and gluten-free. And when you select your recipes that you want for that week, and you can order for two nights a week or three nights that week or all the nights if you'd like, but most people order for two or three nights and you'd select the number of servings you want. So if you're a family of four, six, eight, and all the ingredients are delivered to your door perfectly portioned. And not just that, it comes with a recipe card. Every single recipe is 30 minutes from box to table. So the moment you open your box, you will have dinner ready in 30 minutes. And it's six simple steps with pictures, anyone can do it. So it turns out people's kids have been cooking this. It's been something fun that they've been doing in the kitchen with their spouse or with their kids. And some people even asked us to translate these recipe cards to Spanish so that their housekeepers can make it. Mm. (laughs) So it's been quite, uh, quite a ride, definitely.
0: So when my husband, when we got the kit and I was really like at the brink of like losing my mind with uh, the All-Star Awards. Yeah, so he, he is like, you know, kind of sees himself as a chef anyway, although he's usually too busy to do this. And I did not grow up in a home with a father that cooked, so you know, even meeting my husband where he did have a father that cooked was kind of like, oh, this is so different and interesting. And mm-hmm. but he was like a little show-offy that night, the, the two nights that he made <laughs> the meals because he wasn't working and he had this like perfectly easy way to put this gourmet meal together. So he bought a little fresh bread as well. He's on oh. the table beautifully. And like I came, he opened up wine and I was like, okay, just in real life, like I'm shopping and I'm cooking and I'm working. And- totally. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And no, we don't all sit down together with like all these nice little like placemats and like, you know, flowers on the table. But he thought he was pretty cool. And the food was delicious. Um, and my kids are picky eaters. And I have to say that like, it wasn't, you know, mac and cheese. And so I was like a little afraid, Will they do this, but you know, it's sort of, in a good way, kind of stretch them to try it because that's what was coming in, and and they did well and they ate very well and it was delicious. And my daughter wants to know when we're ordering from J Chef again. So. Oh my
1: gosh! Okay, so we'll have to definitely get you your next box. Uh-huh. I think it's funny, you know, we have a selection of recipes each week, like I mentioned. So there are some things that are safe and comforting, like a crispy schnitzel with oven fries and Israeli salad. Like those are, you know, familiar flavors. We've got a shawarma and rice skillet dinner. Uh, we've got like a nice chicken harvest bowl. So some basics. And then if you want to stretch, as you said, out of your comfort zone, there's Korean food, there's Thai food, um, and there's a wonderful crispy lemon trout or sesame sumac salmon. So you get to work with some spices or try some other cuisines that you otherwise wouldn't try. Or like, you know how you don't want to get goju jang to try bim bim bop because it's like, you know, $20 for the sauce and you only need, you know, quarter cup for the recipe. So this is a way to try. i just go back there. I just think it's like. <laughs>
0: for bim, bim I did have that before. at no, bibimbap. bim, bim Oh, that sounds like a Jewish song. Bim-bap. Uh, no, literally, literally. That's so funny. What? What's the goju? Can you say that again? Because it's just like, it's crazy to me that this is kosher, that this is where the kosher world is. I mean, I love that, but just for explain what was that again? So
1: it was unbelievable. So bim, bim is a Korean rice bowl and gojujang is the classic red chili paste that is served along with it. And it's like a staple. It's like, let's call it the spicy ketchup of the Korean world. Uh-huh. So um, but again, this is already on the market kosher for a few years this particular sauce It's this amazing woman who is Korean who converted to Judaism. I believe through Rabbi Karl Bach many years ago on the Upper West Side She lives in the Old City She literally dresses in classic Korean um, dress and she has put out kimchi and gojujang and all these incredible, authentic Korean foods that were just completely never available to the kosher market. You'd have to make your own and you didn't even have access to the 2,500 Hundred ingredients that you needed to make an authentic Gaozhuang until she came along. So it's like the evolution of even the food world has allowed us to be really fun and creative in J. Chef and in the ingredients and cuisines that we're sharing.
0: You know, talking about looking back, sort of decade by decade, I'm thinking about my childhood, and I had a you know stay at home mom, and she was definitely one of those you know wants to make dinner and, you know, very doted, you know, dotes on her children very mm-hmm. much. So, but there was still sort of like the TV dinner, you know, thing that came out every so often. Yeah. And I feel like what happened that TV dinners are gone. I feel like this is almost like the TV dinner of the 21st century, like sort of the new take or TV dinner 2.0, or is that a big insult? I, cause I see it's like the convenience side, but then like people sort of have higher standards and fresher standards. Do you see any sort of similarity of like, this is sort of the, new
1: and improved version. First of all, I had never thought about it, and I feel like I need to write that down and remember that for our advertising campaign. The TV dinner of the 21st century. I absolutely love it. I, again, never had made that comparison, but I think it's very on point. And look, I mean, we've become a foodie-obsessed world, not just in the kosher industry, but in the world in general. Um, it's starting at a younger age. Um, it, does, it knows no bounds, right? So men, women, uh, old, young. Um, every cuisine is now available. It's I think with the digital media age also, it's expanded just the amount of programming and the opportunity to learn how to create um, and cook these authentic foods and to watch people, just watching people taste foods. That's like, Mm -hmm. you know, turned us on to all these different kinds of experiences. And it's like made our huge world small. And And do you think, uh, is it sort of like as media moves forward, um, so does food? Because I'm trying to think
0: about like sort of. I guess the cooking show on TV someone was mm-hmm. talking about last night actually like Julia Child I don't know like what era that was is that the 70s or I'm not sure when exactly that was yeah but- about
1: then yeah that makes sense so to be then I think so so probably
0: I guess TV was founded and then I imagine cooking shows I don't even know like when or how this started but it seems to me like the pace of sort of everybody like being an expert and like knowing all these weird words and terms, that's, that must be a social media thing, right? Cause it, cause we had cooking shows growing up, but maybe the next thing was like reality TV sh- cooking shows, right? Or like where you could compete. Cause I'm saying it used to be that only the chefs sort of like controlled the cooking. And then at a certain point they brought people on to compete in cooking. Like am I, I'm
1: sort of doing like a cooking
0: history of, um, <laughs> am I saying it anything that bad. Makes sense?
1: So, um, you're on the right track, but let me just like tweak that a little bit. Digital media has mm-hmm. changed the landscape because mm-hmm. with TV, there are only so many channels and so many hours, mm-hmm. and then there became cable TV where the, new you had dedicated channels to cooking, right? So then you had the cooking channel the food network channel and the DIY channel. So that expanded the amount of programming, but digital media, there are no bounds. There are no limits. Anyone with a phone can have a show. And so, therefore, the amount of hours of food production went up. It's not even exponentially. I would imagine it's millions of percentile points higher than what was originally the amount of programming that existed when TV started. And even, even to its to extent today, TV has a bandwidth. It is a limit. Digital media does not. And that's why cooking has exploded and cooking programming has exploded. And like you said, anyone can be an expert because anyone can just pick up their phone and then start hosting a show.
0: And now let's talk about sort of I think another interesting point to this of just that sort of like the world phenomenon. Um, for a while, kosher cooking was at least for the Ashkenazi you know group, kugels mm-hmm. and gefilte fish and chicken soups. And I think there was maybe at a certain point a resistance to you know I don't know even like sushi was like woo like that was kind of this like mm-hmm. foreign and now like <laughs> every like you can't go to a kosher restaurant without like having the obligatory sushi mm-hmm. on the menu something happened where people stopped being scared of like goju goju sauce or whatever you just said, right? Like, do do you have any thoughts about like when sort of, um, I don't know, like the shtetl opened? I mean, I guess it must also be that everyone's on Instagram, but do you have any thoughts on that topic?
1: Well, it really is. The digital media world opened up everybody's eyes. I mean, we're literally going back over and over to the same exact point. And once their eyes were opened and they had these experiences, which like you... Almost can lick the screen from the type of content that's being produced, and I think that that's what opened everyone eye, everyone's eyes. But then, in addition, the food companies caught up, and now they are producing. You like have multiple options for um, a kosher sriracha or a kosher harissa or a kosher gochujang now. So again, all these interesting condiments and spices and ingredients started to hit the shelves, you know, as well. So it's this kind of combination of everything. But I have to tell you, the reverse has worked as well. Are some of our most popular content, we have 10,000 recipes on jamiegeller.com and some of our most popular content are what we would call the classics. Mm-hmm. So we have both the Ashkenazi classics, your mm-hmm. challah, your kugel, your brisket, mm-hmm. and then we also have the a lot of the Sephardi classics, like things like Malabi or um, Kanatha. These things are trending like Out of Control, a Baba mm-hmm. Ganush, Madbucha, and they're trending across Jewish Right, mm-hmm. you don't get a, almost a billion views with just staying within the Jewish shtetl. Right. So I cannot tell you people are making brisket for Christmas. I made it on the Today Show for Hanukkah, but they're making it for Christmas. They're mm-hmm. bringing challah to their church gathering. So everything is crossing, and what what to us was sort of boring and expected has become exciting and ethnic, and you know, for o- for other uh, cultures. So it's it's like uh, it's happening on all sides. Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, now we're, we're looking like backwards, but like looking, and I just want to say one more thing about, you said like lick the screen. And, um, I think that you said, that I think that's what I heard. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's like that thing where like, when I sometimes see like, you know, I love watching those actually, you know, the, those recipes where they put everything and they make it the whole recipe in 50 seconds. I feel yeah. like what's missing is it like it can't come through the screen, but I feel like in a way this J chef product a little bit is, I mean, you still have to like do some of the work yourself, but like, it's that thing of like, I saw it there and then I wanted to eat it. So it's, if you could make it more instantaneous, that would be even
1: better. Well, (laughs) i think we're doing our best and that's the idea we took our most popular recipes that's what we have on our Facebook page um julish by jamie that's where you have all those like 50 second hands videos that you were talking about and we right. took the most popular ones and now mm-hmm. you can have them delivered to your door via Chef. so
0: that's really so do you have a link like as i'm watching the video they made i can like click on it and say like For, yes
1: absolutely oh, so you can okay. get our shawarma skillet spice you can get our crispy schnitzel you can get, get our Israeli pita peat burgers all of that that's high beef we have videos of pomegranate chicken uh, we have our oh, videos yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: that was amazing. Yeah.
0: So far. So I like that. I mean, I, again, if you could make it come through the screen or like, was a 3d printer? Those are some things that I think about. So where, okay. So other than like my crazy, um, you know, future uh, it's not, the sci-fi is not there yet. <laughs> do you have any thoughts about like, where are we headed now looking forward facing for the next decade for the food trends or um, I don't know any of the digital media stuff, the kosher food world. Do you have any thoughts about like where you see,
1: you know your company going, or the kosher you know world in general. Sure. Look, with all of the diversity. People still want, they now want the story behind the ingredients. They want to know about the health factor. They want sustainability, sustainably sourced ingredients. They're looking for organic or they're looking for all natural. And that's one of the things that we did with J-Chef. So you speak about, you really hit the nail on the head when you said the TV dinner of the 21st century. What was in those dinners? It was like, (laughs) it was like all right? A a lot of chemicals. So what you're doing here when you're getting J-Chef is you're getting fresh ingredients fresh produce fish that like literally tastes like it was just caught and like Mm -hmm. brought to your door Mm -hmm. and people want to know that and they want to make their own food because they want to be sure about what's going in it Mm -hmm. so that's why it's a 21st century tv dinner because it's not like i'm closing my eyes i don't know what's in here it tastes good and whatever people literally want to know that they're cooking with real fresh ingredients and they also want a hand in creating so they love the a factor of convenience, right? Where you're, it's having been delivered, it's pre-portioned, right. but they still want an element of like, do it yourself. So I think it's that hybrid that is, you know, for the uh, 2020.
0: Cause then you can post it on Instagram. Look what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, totally. <laughs> um, what's it called? Um, and then can you like walk us through a little bit about like, the how the process works from the consumer side and also like what it looks like on the back end side like where's this food coming from like how does the shipping work like can you kind of talk sure. us on both ends like what do uh, i do as a computer course. what do you do as the
1: the business Of course. So when you go to uh, jchef.com, you select your meals. There's big discounts going on right now, 30% off discounts for you to try your first box. And like I said, all the ingredients are fresh and seasonal. All of the produce is checked by a mashkiak, so you don't have to worry about any of that. And we also give 33% more protein than your average meal kits. So when you think about it, like we're giving kosher meats and chicken and fish and it's 33% more protein because we kind of know that Jews like bigger portion sizes. You know, like you're really, really set from that end. And it's a very easy, um, streamlined process. And we have live chat 24-6. So any issues that you have, Gabe, who is my partner, he'll this little picture will pop up and he'll chat with you and walk you through the process and make sure it's a really seamless ordering experience. From the back end, as you can imagine, this is an operational and logistical um, undertaking. I don't want to use a negative term. Yes, challenging. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> you love like how like you know what's the best word here. So the distribution and fulfillment center is out of Miami. Uh everything is packed and shipped overnight. Mm -hmm. So your ingredients are in transit for the shortest amount of time. I think what people are most impressed about is literally the freshness of the produce, the freshness of the fish. The proteins are all packed separately and then all the other meal components are packed in their own um, special compartment. Where can
0: they ship this to? Where is it going at this
1: point? Nationwide, all over the United States overnight and it's delivered just like an Amazon package. So you don't have to be there to sign for it. And it's so well packaged and with the right kind of cooling. System and ice packs and and insulation that let's say it arrives and you're at work it will be just fine on your doorstep until you get home and then you can go ahead and cook it or put it in the fridge for another day or two let's say because tonight you did, had last minute plans and going out to dinner so then you'll make your, your meal tomorrow. Are people and,
0: using this for vacation? Like they go away to their like you know luxury suite somewhere and then they can you know make their. Uh fresh dinner.
1: Yeah, it's amazing for like an Airbnb type of vacation, right? So like if you're going to a hotel, excuse me, or anywhere that has fabulous kosher restaurants or some sort of kosher vacation, so then you don't need it. But when you're going to sort of more far flung exotic exciting locations and you're doing an Airbnb situation where you may have access to a kitchen or yourself you bring some kind of burner or pots and pans for your kosher keeping needs, then this is an incredible um resource for you. But right now it's only in the continental United States, so it's for those Random, far-flung locations, you know, like in America. And one day, I mean, we're getting requests all the time: England, Israel, um, South like Africa. So. Right? <laughs> like, People I'm, want it everywhere. So, no, you know, I'm thinking,
0: like, small. no, I mean, at this time of year, as it gets cold, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. where, what warm place will I fly to? And what will I eat when I get there? And I'm already (laughs) thinking I'm going to give you two great ideas today. Um, No, but that would really, because that's sort of, and then can I hire a local, no, I guess I don't need a local chef to cook my J chef. No, it's
1: so easy. It's so easy. Honestly, your daughter can do it. It is so like, it's six steps with step-by-step pictures. It's like just, you know, foolproof to say the least.
0: And will you do you see like in terms of like menu expansion? Do you sort of like, you know, test this out for now? Or like I'm saying, do you have any sort of thoughts about, you know, in the next three to five years, what what this looks like?
1: For sure. Okay, so first of all every week is a new menu So there's always menu expansion and what we really want to make sure is that we're hitting all of the specialty diets as well So whether it's keto which we're getting a lot of requests for or even more gluten-free or more vegan options We want to make sure that we have a really robust menu for every single sub diet within the kosher category So that's really important and then we'll probably do some other horizontal expansions where you know, we have some um proprietary spice rubs that we love where you'll be able if you enjoy using them in your meal kit you'll be able to just go ahead and buy that spice or that particular condiment that might not be available at your local market but now you can just add that on so that you know when you're everyday cooking if you really love this flavor profile this sauce or spice or dressing it's like ready to go and you can just add that to your kit so we'll definitely be doing some products in that way as well. And I love the direct to consumer model. Um, you know, so not having to go the old style of getting your products into a supermarket, this just allows me to like test something. People love it. Boom. You know, like my Israeli beef kebab spice rub is now available to everyone.
0: Awesome. Um, that's so now tell us how do, how do we find JChef?
1: chef? How do we order? Like, what are the practical steps now? jchef.com <laughs> you Go to jchef.com. I'll keep it nice and simple for you right there is the week's menu on the homepage, And like I said, you just even a pop-up You don't have to remember any kind of code right now for your 30% off a pop-up will come right up on the page and ask you If you have a code and if not, would you like one and you'll get 30% off your first meal and any issues? Just go ahead within 15 seconds of being on the page also um, the live chat will pop up if you have any kind of any kinds of questions
0: Amazing. And how long has this, um, you know, you said it's a, He it, said it's a, mo- it's a billion dollar industry. The, yes. and what, what's the, what's the term again? I'm saying what I cause I want to put this meal, in my kits. The meal, it's meal kit, kits. Industry. the meal kit
1: industry, and you literally you Google, you'll find companies have gone public. Um, the most popular ones are HelloFresh, uh, Blue Apron and Plated. Those are probably. And how
0: long ago did it start? When, when did this begin?
1: A few years ago, for sure. I'm going to guess at least five years ago at least but that Aren't definitely you? 5 years ago is when it started to become more trending. So if some of the companies started 6 or 7 but 5 years ago is when it sort of like hit the kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean look you know
0: a big thing <laughs> of what we do here at Jew in the city is try to show how much of the world that we can enjoy within the boundaries uh-huh. of halacha. So yeah. um as much as it not just you know um eating great food but also the convenience like why shouldn't we also have the convenience factor that um you know the rest of the world does too. So um I mean it's It's a service to the community to show people um, how much they can enjoy um, a life of being an observant Jew and that it can, you know, um, come with the rest of a full life that you can kind of fit it all together and not feel like you're ever missing. So um, thank you for um, for continuing to innovate um, and keep our community up to date. Um, and, um, it's been an amazing, uh, 10 years, uh, looking yes. backwards and, uh, <laughs> it should be in a continued, uh, success for the, the coming decade.
1: Oh, I mean, I mean, Allison, to you too, your work is so inspiring. And I have to tell you, I, I was so excited when some of my trips get to coincide with the all-stars event. And I've been to a few in the past. I didn't get to go this year, but I stayed about at a friend's house who went to the one here in Lincoln Center this year. She yeah. could not stop reading about it. She's like what you're doing um, for our community and it just, for the perception of orthodoxy in the world is so inspiring. And I really thank you and wish you also tremendous continued success and Mazel because we need that as well. <laughs> I mean. yeah. okay. So
0: you can head over to jchef.com. Um, even your husband could do it. Um, that's no, my husband's a great cook, but I'm saying even your kid could do it. No offense, your kid, um, but it's really, no, it's uh, it's uh It was easy. It was simple. It was delicious. um, And we we look forward to doing it again. So um, thank you so much for joining us today, Jamie.
1: It's always a pleasure, Alison. Thank you.
0: And thank you so much for listening. You can catch us same time, same place next week. Bye-bye.